and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. And greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome again to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy, and with me is always lowly and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey, everybody. How are you? Ah, it's a beautiful day. And before we start, yeah. it is the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One. Oh, no, it is today. For some reason, it was yesterday. Veterans Day. Yes. It was originally called Armistice Day. Right. The Armistice to end World War One. That's right. Was it also called Remembrance Day, I think? For a while. Yeah. For a while. And then they realized, hey... When World War II started, we've got more veterans. Right. Let's get yeah, yeah, Veterans yeah. Day so we can honor everybody. everybody. Yeah, sure. And then it became yeah. a national holiday and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And for a while, I got it off work. I still get it off work. Yeah, they stopped it. <laughs> now they gave us floating hood. Uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We get one of those. It's uh, You get your choice of Washington's birthday, uh Martin Luther King Day, uh-huh. or the day after Thanksgiving. Guess what 99% of my day garage takes. Of course. <laughs> well, that's what they, they gave us three floaters last year. They were like, hey, we're getting rid of the day after Thanksgiving. And our place went bananas. And they were like, what? Yeah. What? That day we had shopping. Yeah, suddenly everyone turned into chickens. And then it was, and they were like, fine, fine, fine. Two floaters. You get the damn Thanksgiving back. We're very happy chickens. So, <laughs> in my now 21 years on the job, I have worked one day after Thanksgiving, and that was the first year because I didn't. I they didn't know any better. No, well, a I didn't know any better. Right. But b because I started in November. Oh yeah, they were It like, was impossible for me to have taken the other two, or so uh-huh. I had to physically work. So you know, our place is floating holiday, and you can take it whenever you want. It doesn't have to be a holiday. Oh, theoretically. It's a, it's a free space? It's a free space, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's theoretically. A, it's your bingo be, free space? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And I mean, even the guys that do take one of those other holidays, yeah. they basically kind of we'll show up. We'll put a off. personal day on it. Or yeah, personal day, holiday, vacation day, whatever. Right. Nobody comes They'll in. get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't get show up for about five minutes and then leave because they have They're to. Like, well, no one's here. Yep, oh, gotta go. See you later, bye. I got a turkey sandwich with my name on it. Exactly. I can't wait for turkey. Yeah. I'm very excited. Guys, it is officially cold because my dog is wearing a sweater. Inside the house. Well, he was outside and very cold before, oh, so okay. my wife put the sweater on him. <laughs> he was very happy. He's very pleased to be wearing the sweater. Sure he is. loves his sweater. Really? He really does. My dog has no use for a sweater. He is a weird dog. <laughs> I, we've discussed this before. He's a weird dog. Okay, so today we're going to discuss... Ultraman G'd the movie, um, and that is Connect the Wishes. I could not remember the subtitle of that. To save my life the, before. Didn't even see that. Anywhere. Yes, sir. Okay. Because uh, Wayne asked me what I watched last night, and I was like, what was the Ultraman G movie called Something to Something? And I, I don't remember really. <laughs> looked it up, which is a smart thing to do. Synopsis. Wait, no, no, no. What? what date did it come out? Because well, I want to give the synopsis. No, well, all right. you want to give us what date. I, I do? Okay. March 10th, 2018. Running time of 72 minutes. Um, Directed by Koichi Sakamoto. Written by Toshizo Nomoto and Hirokata Adachi. Okay. Hirotaka, sorry. Um, 
let's see. We have, um, uh, where does it go? Giant artificial brain Gilbaris is trying to eliminate all intellectual life forms throughout the universe. Ultraman Jeed confronts this harsh fate against a mighty enemy who withstands the power of the Ultra Warrior's light. Ultraman Orb, Jugless Juggler, and Ultraman Zero rush to the crisis. As the heated feelings inside Riku awaken Jeed's final form, Jeed Ultimate Final. Okay. The least creative name. <laughs> well, I mean... It's my ultimate final form. It is ultimate final. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That what? That's yeah. it. Oh no. Yeah. Oh please. That's it. And I mean, we'll get into it. But the toy they introduce <laughs> is insane. Yeah, yeah. I doubt they sold thirty of them, but they had to make them. By God. I yeah. I that was crazy. Um, now I gotta find some sort of. Um, this is terrible. I don't. There, th that is the. That's the full synopsis you have. Yeah. All right. So I can. Luckily, I can go I with this way. Like five pages of this nonsense. Um, I can do it with the history of uh, Gilbaris. Uh, we open up with um, Gilbaris walking through this planet. Right. And he destroys a temple that a woman and her father are in. Right. 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 And then somehow, he the woman. Disappear. The father gets destroyed. Right. The woman disappears, and then he makes the planet vanish. Right. Not blow up. Just, just sort of consumes into, it. Yeah. yeah. Phase into I don't know whatever, and just disappear, which is kind of interesting. Right. So he ends up. She ends up on Earth. Uh, crashes her ship and open out right, and encounters um, Guru Kushiza. Is that what the lion monster was? Yes. Okay. And somehow... The sacred lion beast, indeed. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I didn't know it was a sacred yes. lion beast. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah. Because then that kind of explains why it decided to protect her, if it's a sacred well, lion. It is, it is protect the protector of Okinawa. <laughs> ah. Now, if you're familiar with any Godzilla movies, um, in the first... I think it was the first Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla... Um, there is another sacred lion monster in the name of King Caesar, who is, you may have and not remember it, but <laughs> it is, there's 30 of them, Pat. I mean, at a certain point, they start to blend. Um, so this, he is also sort of a sacred lion beast. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, I really liked him. I thought he was really a cool looking monster. He was. And I mean, they gave him all sorts all sorts of funky colors yeah. made it look sort of metallic so you could say okay I can yeah, see yeah. how they could make this thing very it cool. was very 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 cool very cool looking. yeah I liked him a lot um, so uh, then we we uh, open up on um, our crew our normal crew and it's nice to have those guys back right and it's good to see all of the original AIB right and oh amazingly, yes none of them have changed clothing <laughs> well it's, it's black suits fine <laughs> I mean like well no what do you girl, expect them to be wearing anything else because the girl in the short shorts and the plaid shirt oh I have why is wearing different shorts no they're still short shorts the pockets are not hanging below the hemline they're a little longer I noticed that, much to my chagrin. <laughs> that lie has got a different... And also the shirt, like, she wears a different denim shorts, yeah, and a spaghetti strap top, 
flannel shirt. Yeah. But at least they're different shorts, shirt, flannel top. Uh, flannel top. But it's the same basic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She has her uniform, but, you know, this may be her winter colors. We don't know. <laughs> That's my guess. You vamp. I got to go blow my nose. Okay. Why don't we just do this? Stand by, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We appear to be experiencing technical difficulties. We'll be right back in a moment. And rather than vamping, I just turn the whole thing off. Because I'm not smart. <laughs> There's a reason we said vamp. But that's okay. Um, so yeah, we open up with our uh, we open up with AIB at first, right? Because they go yes. to investigate something. They just go to just happen to be walking around. They see this weird guy, right? Who summons a giant robot, right? And we'll get to who the robot is. Well, he, I don't think he, well, it turns out he doesn't summon it. Jugglers Juggler does not summon the robot. The Galactron? It's just, she's, in, it appears to be investigating it. Oh, uh, yeah, and yeah, And then yeah, he yeah, yeah. Uh, turns into his... The Jugglers Juggler Yeah, thing. his his monster form, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're not familiar with Jugglers because we skipped Ultraman Orb. Oh, he so... He is the main bad guy from Ultraman Orb. Okay. Because then that makes a lot more sense further on in the movie. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So now we would have had to have watched all of Orb. To oh, play. yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm guessing we're just, we'll catch up later. We will get to Orb because I'm told Orb is fantastic. Okay. So well, I'm all for fantastic. we don't have to see fantastic. the rest of uh, Ultraman Dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get back to that eventually, but. Um, oh, here it comes to close the, the door. The people again. demand it. <laughs> He's Good closing job, all the doors. All right. But My son, the landlord. Yeah, well. <laughs> Keep it down! Gene <laughs> starts to fight the Galactron. Right. And, man, is this robot cool. Yeah. Oh Galactron Mark II, everybody. Lasers. And then whatever that design is that he uses to come down. From yeah, yeah. The, the dimensional this. portal. That is the Doohickey. coolest thing. Yeah, uh huh? That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what we didn't realize is the uh, Galactrons originally showed up in um, Ultraman Orb. That was right, the first time they showed up. I said that. So that that makes even more of a sense of like the con why Orb plays such a big part. Okay. Okay. That kind of makes sense. In this sense. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I I had never seen Orb obviously, right. so I didn't know who the Galactrons were. I thought right. they were just a cool-looking monster. Right. No. Robot. No. No. But, I mean, if they're in Orb, maybe we'll have to catch that eventually. Yeah, I think it's not a long series. It's as, it's short as Jeed, and then there's Ultraman Orb Origin Story, which was an Amazon Prime exclusive at one point. Oh, okay. But uh, it can be got. It can be got. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But, yeah, I think that I thought it was a really... Um, we'd seen Galactron fighting Jeed previously. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, well, my memory capacity is gone. Besides the point. Yeah, he was definitely he was definitely indeed. Um, I know we've seen it, but it has to be. Yeah, it was definitely indeed. Okay. Episode seven, for that matter. Okay. Now I mean, that I'm looking. A long time ago. Oh yes. Capacity. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, but goodness gracious, yeah, definitely a fantastic, fantastic robot. Um, remember, remember the one in the, the, we were commenting how they have like that big long dreadlock that can. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that that brings it back with the long dreadlock monster. Okay. 
Okay. I don't yep, yep. memory capacity, but that's fine. That's okay. It's fine. But then now they go to the Ultra Planet. Yeah, we're seeing the Land of Light. Right. And all the Ultras team up to beat Gilvalis, or Gilvalis, however you say yep. it, on the Ultra Planet. And he just escapes, of course, barely in the nick of time. And somehow this robot as controlled by K? I don't exactly know how. Well, he was at one time. They, they were saying, like, okay, this robot matches the, the energy signature of the one that previously was controlled by Fukuhide. Okay. So, okay. everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Mm. And then Juggler's Juggler shows up at AIB headquarters. And he's like, right. yeah, your security could use some work. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I like this guy. Uh, he's For, charismatic. Yes. And yes. he looks like he's having the best time. He really is. You can just tell he is there to chew scenery. Yep. And he's going to enjoy doing Every minute of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's the Dennis Hopper of this series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Hopper's the same way. You're 100% yep, right. Yep. I'm here to chew scenery, and you're going to enjoy yep, me doing exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, basically... Um, then we discover at a certain point, uh, this the whole movie takes place uh, sometime after Belial's defeat. Right. That Zero has rejoined the Ultimate Force Zero. He's left Earth in Riku's protection. Right, because he now knows that G can handle Earth, yeah, he's so pretty he good. left. I, okay. I yeah. mean, we saw that in the last episode of G, so I right. kind of let that kind of go. Right. So Riku and his friends learned from Juggler's Juggler that the robot has been sent... By mechanical brain Gilvalis. Right. Uh, it's an artificial intelligence that is vowed to wipe out sentient life uh, as its mission to preserve peace. Makes sense. Well, sure, if you wipe out all life, there can't be any war. Yeah, or at least sentient life. That's the key. True. Like you can have animals and killing each other, that's fine. That's just survival of the fittest. <sighs> by the way, uh, this this um, this uh, plot plot run through is provided by myshinytoyrobots.com and their, <laughs> and their Ultraman Jeet movie review. Okay. So, thank you guys. Appreciate yes, thank that. You very much. Um, I want to make sure you get your the props that we your have to give. props and diligence and yeah. whatnot. Now, uh, I'm posted by Alex, so thank you, Alex. I appreciate this. Um, I'm going to have to add your uh, I'm going to have to add your website to my usual rota. Okay. There you go. Very nice. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. All right. Um, but then they now in the AIB headquarters, they have to explain what the red steel is. Right. And then they have to go to Okinawa. Well, because Juggler says that you need to look up some sort of a Pacific file or something, and they they're like, oh yeah, we have that, and then it goes on about the red steel. The red so steel. they go to they go to Okinawa. Right. And Long story short. They have to get to Okinawa. This yeah. is their road movie to Okinawa. Well, pretty much, you kind of figure they were filming a lot of this in Okinawa or the you know near environs anyway. It's, it's the return trip because they've been to Okinawa for the finale. Yeah, no, I know. So like, they're like, "Would you like to come back?" Because the next <laughs> bit has got to be sponsored by the Tourist Bureau of Okinawa. Oh, absolutely. Where they have the traditional, the little dancers, traditional dancing, which is yeah. great. And they showed a lot of the nice scenery of yep. Okinawa, which looks cool. I want to go to Okinawa. It's beautiful. Oh, I'd love to go if yeah. it wasn't all day. An all-day flight to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Good God, no. That's not for me. Yeah. If we could figure out a way to go without the children. 
You, you know you can't go anywhere without the children. You have to know. <laughs> this is for business. It's not podcast me. business. We gotta go. I can't. They said no children in Okinawa. I know it's a weird rule, but it's not my rule. Yeah, I know. It's not my country. It's not my rule. Yeah. By the way, I know full well I'm blowing any chance of this by discussing on the podcast oh, that they listen to. Yeah, so. of course they know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, they they. Uh, they, the Gibalas, has come to Earth looking for the one thing that stands in its way, uh, i.e. The, the red steel. The red steel, exactly. And they, I mean, they, again, like you said, they do look around Okinawa. They find Leto in Okinawa dancing with yep. the traditional dancers. Slipping out of banana peel. Oh, oh Leto. He is such a good slapstick. He really comedian. is. He really is. And later on in that bar fight, oh. When Douglas uses him as his weapon, as a weapon, God, that's so good, and it's so well done because you can see they have to try to figure out how to make it look like he doesn't know what he's doing, right? And yet he's beating everybody at the same time, right. which is so well thought yeah, out. Yeah, Douglas Chandler basically uses um, Leto as a, as yeah, he like whips him around. He's like, should we dance? And he starts whipping him around like it's big band time and uses him as a flail to beat the living daylight yeah. out of a bunch of aliens. Great. Great. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um, so more Galactrons arrive on Earth and, along with Guy Kuranai, who is also Ultraman Orb, and Ultraman Zero also shows up. Right. Now, are these the original actors for both of those yes. characters? Okay. Cool enough. Cool enough. Yeah, um... I also like the fact that you saw the uh, the um, the Ultraman Zero buddies, Glenfire, oh, um, Mirror Man, I think uh, the guy with the cross on his face. Right, right, right. Those were Ultraman Zero helpers. Ultimate Force, whatever the hell. Those yeah, because they were they were in the movie three or four different times. I just didn't know who they were. I just kind of figured they were all the Ultras with different masks and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're helpers of zeros. Yeah, they're like his. They're like his backup band. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> hey, listen, whatever. Yeah, they're called. Um, I just said what they're called, and I can't remember. Ultimate, Ultimate Zero Force or some such. Thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate Zero Force. Um, and I really would love another. I'd like an ultimate, another ultra, Ultimate Zero Force movie. That'd be cool. Obviously, because there they're was in. They're in the Zero movie. Yeah, they're in uh, Revenge of Belial, at least. I didn't see that one yet. No. We got time. Yeah. We got time. But then, the, when the Gilvalis does land in Okinawa, even my son is sitting there watching it, The Dan. Oh, when they all come down, like the bunch of them? come down, and he goes, wow, that's cool. That's what I was like. I was that. like, oh, buddy, this is getting, this is escalating. It's very hot. <laughs> yeah, and Riku, of course, is making goo-goo eyes at... Um, Iru. Right. right. Oh, by the way, happy t- happy time, uh, happy time spiritual investigation or whatever it was. <laughs> Mo's like, another woman making eyes at my boy? Exactly. Not gonna happen. <laughs> and, I mean, Riku doesn't seem to realize that she really is into him for some no, reason. No, he's dense as a, he's a, he's smart as a sack of doorknobs, exactly. this kid. <laughs> but he's wearing a different shirt. That's at nice. least. Yeah. That's nice. Um, let's see here. So, uh, 
as they, all the Galactrons arrive, uh, Riku attempts to harness the power of the legendary red steel to transform it into the mighty Giga Finalizer. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. uh, that's the thing that they go on is that this Giga Finalizer has to be used by somebody that's pure of heart and this and that. And Who all. could that be? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly Short of it being Pega, which would have been the best twist in the world. Oh, it would A well, giant Pega really with a Giga Finalizer. Nice. But you knew it was going to have to somehow be Ultra, and it would take them time to get to that point. I just didn't realize it was going to take quite as long as it did take to get to that point. Right. By the way, Giga Finalizer, available on eBay right now, $45.85. That's not actually terrible. Free shipping. Bucks. Yeah. That's not terrible. Or you can go really crazy and get it with the Jeed Riser, so you have the whole schmear. The whole schmear. $115. That's a bit much. That's, yeah, that's everything. That's no, I know that's the whole shooting shebang, and you can use all the separate pieces and do all sorts of different things, and blah 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 blah. There, oh, there's a, you know what we're missing too is the claw, the Jeed claw. Oh yeah, yeah. Have to have the God, there's claw. a lot of chachis. <laughs> Jeez Louise, <laughs> and I get it. They're trying to sell this stuff in the movie, and they use the movie to show you how all the neat stuff. Yeah, display it. How to use it. How to do. Oh. God. Alright. I mean, I don't have to like it, but no. I do completely no, you do not. understand it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but good grief. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's a bit yeah. much. But it was alright. I mean, um, it's, it was funny because it was originally a... looked like a dog toy. Like a stone dog toy stone that was in front toy. of yes. the uh, Garukashisa statue. Right, and she, the woman even said... She brought it with her from right. her planet, right, right, right. and over time it has just fossilized. Right. No. Not how fossils work, but okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. let it go. <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, if you dig something deep enough, it will. Yeah. We've seen that before with, um, oh, what was the last movie we watched where uh, they had some ultra, some ultra Chosky device. Yeah, an ultra Chosky. <laughs> it was all crusty <laughs> with... Uh, all crusty with stones and then the kid that kid was so brave and it blew out of the stones and he yeah. became Cosmos or whatever. Oh, I didn't see Cosmos but that's fine. No, no, but remember at the end of the, what the hell movie were we just watching? Uh, we've seen so much at this point. And he, the, the kid, remember the kid is trying to save his mom the Ultraman X movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and he's trying to save his mom, and he becomes Cosmos, and Cosmos just launches out of the building. True. After, oh, that was one of the yeah, best yeah. transformation scenes <laughs> that we have seen. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry about this, guys. Though. We got a lot of rain this week, and I'm coughing. Yeah, it's nasty. Someday we'll have a development where we get a nice board, and I can have a cough button, and we won't have this problem. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, where were we? Uh, the girl summons the protective tiger. Sure. Which fights the robot. Right. And then somehow the nebula house is in space again, which I do love. Oh, yes. And flies away with the robot. And the... You know, shoots at the robot, gets it to fly away. Oh, yeah, yeah. We do see Nebula House in its conquistador flying hat form. Yes. <laughs> in, what I really dug was when they did the, when they shot the lasers out of the sides and they kind of oh, angle yeah. over. I'm going, oh, Pat's going to have a physics field day with this. You know what I went with? Heat-seeking missiles. You're like, wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's all I said is they're heat seeking missiles. I'm going that way. It just shows you that like uh, if it, if you make it cool enough, Pat's physics arguments go right out the oh, window. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Laser? No, 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 no. They're heat seeking missiles. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, and as they pointed out on the Toy Robots website, uh, Connect the Wishes does not serve as any sort of anniversary okay. for any of the Ultra stuff. Like, the Ultraman Orb movie was the 50th anniversary of Ultra 7. The Ultraman X movie doubled as both Ultraman's 50th and Tiga's 20th. Okay. Which is why Tiga they were both in it. Gotcha. There you go. Gotcha. And now this one doesn't have any real anniversaries to go through, but it does... Put in a few different ultras, anyway. Yeah, it does continue Orb's story. Um, right, zeros in there. Yeah, it's, it's nice, and yeah. and like he's like even this guy says more juggler's juggler is never a bad thing. No, I and really that was like a him. Really cool looking monster. Yeah, I like juggler's juggler, yeah. and there's a blog that I was following. They do like a YouTube show and they keep calling him Juggles Juggler. Oh no no no! And I'm I, I'm like guys, just, you're killing me. Just say the A, make yeah. it an A, and I'm it's okay. not, not, Juggles is his college nickname. Yeah, when exactly. he was in a frat, he was, he called, was called Juggles. Juggles. <laughs> oh, there goes Juggles! Look at him. Oh, God. Oh, good grief. So um, uh, yeah, I really, 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 you know what I did think was funny, and he, this guy brings it up in the review is that like. Once the whole thing is over, right. and they defeat the monsters yes. and everything, they're like, well, it looks like Jeet is finally the protector of Earth. And I'm like, he beat Belial! Yes. Isn't that enough? Listen, you have to get the movie... Oh, I understand that. <laughs> I, I get it. You have to, okay. you have to do up it again, the, up the yeah. stakes, and make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Now he can protect the Earth all by himself. Yeah, yeah. Um... <sighs> But let's let's talk about they they go to the alien enclave in Okinawa. Yep. So it's basically the Star Wars cantina of Ultraman oh guys. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. And they go in and they ask and Riku orders milk. And they're all confused. And everybody's like, Milk, you sissy! <laughs> and they all start a fist fight with it. <laughs> and that's like you said, that's how Douglas Juggler gets to hero. Or Leto, I mean, as his weapon, which is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. No. I was like, okay, sure. That that's fine. Um, and I do, I do feel like Riku's character is a little bit. I feel like he's regressed slightly. Like he well, seems so much less sure of himself. But I think they framed it nicely with. But I, I'm responsible for this. I yes. have to. I'm the yes. protector of Earth now. Yes. And I think they did that just for dramatic effect. Sure. Knowing that by the end of the movie, you know he's going to become Jade, you know he's going to win, but they have to, let's face it, build an hour and a half movie out of it. Yeah. So I understand it would take time, and this is the way they did it. It's the hero's trail. Even though we watched the whole Jade series, they got to do the movie like either A, you have seen it and want to see the movie anyway, or B, you haven't seen Jeet at all, and just wait for the Ultraman movies to come out. Right, which is and, fun. and like the, you know, the the whole idea is anyone can be Ultraman. Right. That's the beautiful conceit of this story of this whole franchise. Show. Yeah, the franchise. Yeah, that it could be you. Yeah. You could if a monster attacks and you do something brave, you, you could be Ultraman. Ultraman, exactly. 
you will get whatever toy we can sell. That's right. We will, <laughs> you also will fa play with fancy toys. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, when the Giga Finalizer comes in... Does finally show up. And he uses his... Um, he uses his final form. Holy moly. Oh, we'll get to that. He is it lit is up like fantastic. a Christmas tree. Fantastic. So they fight they fight the last seven Galactrons or five or whatever. Well, he moved up through a whole lot of stuff. What am I forgetting? Well, this whatever Jugless Juggler, he now explains the story a bit. Right. And talks <clears throat> to Riku and explains that even ultras do need help. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, me can't do it by yourself. That's right. And this is how we can explain how we get all these other characters in. The Ultra, a cyber planet appears right near Earth so everybody can kind of see. Oh, yeah, and then the people, a bunch of cities and people get digitized. Right. Forgot about that. And they digitize a whole big crowd scene, which you know had to, just to get the crowd scene, cost them a lot of money. Because that's just a lot of people you're paying for a day. Anyway. I'm telling you that they're just like, hey, you want to be an Ultraman? Show up. If they have to. You think? I don't think they're paying people. I I know people who have been in Ultraman. And oh, I don't know personally. Oh, I see what you're But saying. I know them from the internet. And I, I see. They just kind as of far as, I'm, as far as I know, they just show up. And they're like, all right, everybody run that way. Everybody run that way. Go up those steps. And that's it. And, you know, they, so they shoot that like seven or eight times from right, different right, angles. Right. And that's... You know, and you, your day and yeah. you did it because you wanted to be an Ultraman. Yeah, because hopefully you run by the camera enough going, Bleh! you know, and then, and then you might get to be the next. And you look panicky enough, and then, then you're in. <laughs> That's why in a lot of scenes in some Ultraman crowd scenes, there are people smiling. Oh. As they run away from imminent devastation <laughs> to like, <laughs> they yeah, they're like, I'm an Ultraman. <laughs> I can just picture a director like, this guy, it's a sixth take. Can we put <laughs> him in the middle? Smile. Can we put him in the middle? Like, he's big. He kind of just scoots his way towards the camera every time. <laughs> All right, fine. So he's a lunatic. That's perfectly fine. But then Jeed and Orb both transform. Orb gets to use his Spearian Ray. And by God, I wrote down, I had to pause this stupid movie any number of times to write down and finally when they I mean I'll get to it but when they started using every finishing move they could figure out how to use right because all the ultras right start cycling through all their forms oh my god I think they used every suit that they could everything everything that they could they threw it all up on the screen yeah and you're sitting there going guys I understand that giant sword that has the sign holy in cow <laughs> holy cow yeah but they, they fight with their different species. And that Giga Finalizer is oh, the most insanely looking thing. Like, the toy itself is doofy looking. There's no exactly. doubt about it. Exactly. But the actual weapon... It's, the weapon itself looks like it could actually really do damage. Yeah, the it weapon itself looks like it's... A club. A piece of rebar yeah. with two hunks of metal on the end. Yeah. And if it wasn't made of, you know, instantly shattering plastic, it would do real damage. Yeah, it looks like it's a fine melee weapon. Oh, good God. Oh, yeah. But then, uh, let's see, they've got the, da, 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 or the Orb Trinity Armor. Okay. Right, like right, I said, right. I've never watched Orb, so I don't right. know what the Trinity Armor is. Nope. But that is also sent to the area 
Wichid. You name it. Exactly. At and one and point, Orb uses Ultraman X power too because he's got sort of a yeah, sort the, similar shape. Teddy uses the Ella King armor. Yeah, he uses everything. They they just throw every suit yeah. that they can find at this screen. And we forgot to mention when they defeat all the Galactrons, um, they then head up to this planet, which is the planet of the oil refineries. Oh, God, yeah. I was like, this is gonna be awesome! (laughs) (laughs) We know you like oil refineries, so we built an entire planet of oil refineries. Just in case you haven't had enough explosions this week, here we go. Oh, and my God, those Vil, the Okinawa, the miniatures in this are astounding. Absolutely astounding. God. I don't know how much work they had to put into this movie. Plenty. They put a ton <laughs> of work into it. Gorgeous. Holy Just cow. all those tile roofs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where you're keeping a tile roof miniature, where the tiles are actually, you know, can come off when you need them, of course. I'm sure they have a, t- they have a thing and then a tiny bag of tiles that they individually <laughs> put on there. And I don't want to be that guy. Some guy with a set of tweezers like, okay, uh, don't anybody touch anything. <laughs> and when the robot comes, we have to boom, and yeah. there it goes. Air, just to blow the tiles out. Yeah, it could oh, be something like that. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. they're not really breaking anything. You know, yeah. They've got to be able to reuse it. Oh, my God. And what I noticed in one scene where the Galactron, like, moseys through the city, he pushes this building over. And it's one of those ones that just kind of pushes over. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've seen that building a couple of times. That particular oh, pushy okay. over oh, building. Yeah. We've seen they you can start to tell, since even I have seen now enough of this stuff, you can start to tell, yeah, they're gonna use as much as they can practical effects yeah. to be able to reuse them again. But yeah, that one because they're like, Oh, they want to show them pushing over a couple of buildings. Hold but on, when the buildings this one don't to the right and that crumble, one to the left. They just kinda of go boom. Yep. And they do a quick cutaway and then there's explosions and whatnot. But I, um, there's one that's sort of Nevada shaped, <laughs> yeah, kind of, pretty much. And you're like, I know I've seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to realize you're 100 percent right. Yeah, they are using the same things just because why not use the stuff you have instead sure. of having to rebuild it 15 different times. Sure. You get a building that you know you can move to the right. You get a building that you know you can move to the left. Yep. And use those when necessary. Right. Right. So yeah, so they do finally defeat uh, Riku. Finally defeats Gilbaris, the Gilbaris core. By the way, the Gilbaris monster. Oh, will with, oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, when they do get to the refinery planet, the Gilbaris monster at first is fighting with his regular fists. Yeah, then twists his arms back to get. Missile launcher, yeah, rocket just, launcher, whatever. Well, all guys, it's cannons all the way down from here. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, all right, I'm in. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. If yeah. I wasn't in before, I'm in now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, just his uh, perfect form subtitle is The Last Judgmenter. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, and that's, uh, I don't right, know if, it even, if they even get to it. Oh. But, okay, we've got a boatload of monster minutes to get through. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, eventually, Riku gets told by every single person... You can do this, dumbass! Exactly. To ha- that he has to become the Ultra to fight. Right. Finally, 
the girl does get injured and dies yep. and disappears in Riku's arms. He cries, picks up the weapon, it loses all its rocks, yep. and he becomes Sheed. Right. And oh my god, the Giga Battleizer, like you said. This, this is, is the finalizer. Finalizer. Because the Nizer is what, what Belial used. Giga Battle Nizer is his. <sighs> this and they is somehow related. about the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And I need one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, look, it does flappy things. And then you can stick a capsule and in it. And it's like, oh, dear God. Buttons and press yeah. up and down three different times, which we saw in Axe. You know, bloop, bloop, yep. bloop. You're like, oh, okay, we're going to just throw everything on this toy. I like that, and I also like that people are using a lot of melee weapons. Yes. Like the Galactrons have these big hatchets oh, God. that come off their backs and whatnot. <sighs> but let's let's try but to they, get them. They a... use every finalized oh, yeah. move of every ult. Oh, yeah. And I could not possibly have written them. No, you can't keep up. Oh. And it was just, it, you know what? It was good enough it. just to be there. <laughs> So let's let's uh, run through a couple of these uh, aliens, yeah. Because there are, t I mean, we saw a cameraman, um, a Zeton, a Chaplet, a Knackle that all live in this alien's oh, it, it, little city. We're not even. You can't go through that. No, you can't go through all the no. people that were in the Star Wars. The cantina, cantina, right? You can't go through that. Kilbaris. That's the one. Okay. 97,000 tons. Ooh, he's a big boy. 75 meters tall. Oh, my goodness. He's beating all that gasoline. <laughs> His current status is destroyed. That's important. Right. Um, so he's got that red core uh -huh. with the tower around it, and it becomes the big robot. Um, oh, God. But I thought that the red core did kind of fly away, or did Yeah, and then G flows out, fl flows. Flies. Jeez. It's okay. It's flies up after it and chops gotcha. it with the okay. fine lines. Okay. Whatever. Go ahead. But yeah, um, just it's crazy. He after uh, the whole point is he's trying to uh, let's see here. Uh, Gilbaris was an artificial intelligence created by the Kusha people in an alternate dimension, which uh, was originally called. Teleharkis, which is Kushin for peace be upon us. Okay. However, it came to the conclusion that sentient life forms are obstacles in preserving peace. It returned itself rogue and became Gilbaris. <coughs> okay. Gilbaris is the creator of the Galactrons. Right. And I don't quite know how that works, but eh, whatever. And then proceeded to wipe out its creators. Oh, except for Iru. Ah. ah. Okay. That makes more sense then. Yeah, I did not get that. At no, I didn't catch that piece at all. So the Gilbaris sent the first models of Galactrons across several dimensions. Right. Try to do its judgment, and that's where the orb tie comes in. Ah, okay. Okay. Feels right. good. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I can see that they're trying to tie. If you saw orb, you're going to notice it, and you're going to catch it. A knucklehead like me who hasn't seen it nope. needs you to explain it to yeah. me, and that's fine. This is as bad as Marvel continuity. Oh, yeah. You have to watch the pieces after the movie to catch all <coughs> yep. different things that they're going to stick in there. <sighs> and all speaking right. of the Marvel movies, you see that uh, it's going to be called Annihilation. Nice. Instead of... Uh, uh, 
what the heck was this? I know it had another title. No, no, no. The the the, the most recent the Second Infinity War. War. Infinity War. Instead yeah. of Infinity War Part Two, it's Annihilation. I'm in. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm way signed in for that. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait. But anyway. All right, Gurukushiza. Because I know you have to go soon, so yeah, we're right. trying to get try to barrel through these. Fifty meters tall, forty-three thousand tons. He uh, is the protector of the Okinawan uh, Peninsula. He is based on the mythology of Shiza in a similar vein to fellow ally Kaiju King Caesar from the Godzilla franchise. Okay. This is the first time in 12 years that a quadruped Kaiju has been introduced. Really? Yippers. Because they're really kind of hard to do. But that's okay. Well, it makes them, they're very hard to like stand properly because a lot of times they're on their knees. Right. And it looks like a Kaiju that's crawling and that's dopey. But this one is a four footer. Yeah, yeah. And they, you could tell that they actually used a model for most of the fight because it's you can tell that's not a person in that thing. I don't know about that. It looked very much like a model to me. Because the thing didn't really stand all that much. A little bit here and there, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the time it was on fours and there wasn't anything dragging behind it that you could tell with legs or anything like no, that. No, there was some people can crawl on all fours. There are these things called gymnasts. I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're what is called flexible, which we are not. Nope, heard of that. So, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then I'm just going to cover Jugglist Juggler real right. quick. Because um, this is our first introduction to Jugglist. Jugglist, right. And you said he was the enemy of Orb. And even in the movie, they did show that Orb was, that Jugglist Juggler is going to work with Orb just to save the universe, and later on it'll come back and fight Orb again. Right. And Orb's like, yeah, whatever, just let's go. Yeah, we're not going to be able to really cover a Jugglers Juggler in his human or his Maijin uh, monster size because there's a lot of stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pat's got to go pick his kids up. Yeah, I know. I know. But, yeah, uh, we'll get to Jugglers Juggler in depth when we get to Orb. Okay. Because we will get to Orb. Yeah, eventually. And, I mean, this was... Even what did you think of the movie? And, that's and what I was about to get to. That's what Even with all the toy displays, and by God, they went through everything that they could yes, they to did. show you all the ways of using the toys and all. Of, it was still a super fun, fun movie. Really enjoyed it, kids. And my problem is, I'm watching it on my phone because I'm not smart. I don't know how to do anything more than a little bit. So but you can get. You can cut stuff to your TV, right? Not from my phone. I'm not smart. I admit this freely, openly. Let's get you a Chromecast. I'm going $25 or something like that. I understand this. And you can cast anything, anything, practically. That's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. But it, even watching it on my phone was just so much fun. And I've got one kid on each shoulder trying to squeeze in so they can watch the thing as well. And they're like, Dad, isn't there a way? I said, there probably is. I just can't figure it out, and I'm not smart. We'll figure it out. like, all right, whatever. Now, you may ask yourself, how did I get here? This is not my... Oh, that's not the right thing. (laughs) You may ask yourself, Rich, Pat, how do we get this movie? Well, I'm not sure yet. It is available on DVD in Japan and Blu-ray. It's expensive. It is right, not it's subtitled. It's $100 a pop. If it's not subtitled, it's not, we can't even do it. Right. You, know? um, you can. There is a, I'm going to call it gray market um, DVD available from uh, Go ahead, Malaysia. Okay. 
but it's subtitled. Yes, it is. Okay. See, that's not awful. Right. I don't know the legalities of these Malaysian DVDs. From what I'm told is that Malaysia is does have legitimate distribution. Okay. Because they have a large English-speaking population. Okay. They have, um, you know, they're able to do this. How much of that is real? Well, I don't know, but I know they, there is a... We're going to have to go with Gray. Yeah. There is a company called Speedy. And okay. Speedy puts out... Is like legitimate stuff. Okay. So okay. maybe that's real. But it's about $12 on, on eBay if that's, that's something you're looking for. It's streamable in various uh, places. If you just put in Jeed Movie English Subtitle Streaming in your Googler of choice... It will find it eventually. It will find it eventually. Gotcha. And now the the thing I would wonder, yes. is Crunchyroll going to start showing more Ultraman, or is there going to I be? I think it's a, going to Toku. You think it's going to Toku? I mean, they still haven't done anything yet that I've noticed because I've tried to look. You know, every once in a while I look on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I think I, I think we're going to slowly start losing Crunchyroll stuff. Okay. And then it's everything's going to move to Toku. I mean, if that's all, my guess. If it all goes to Toku and is all subtitled. I'm all in. We'll just move from Crunchyroll to yep. Toku and do that. Do what we have to do. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. But, like I, like yeah. I said... Pat's got to go. Um, I do want to, again, wish everybody a happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. Yes. And thank you, my wife. She's listening. Thank that's you right. for your service, honey. <laughs> that wasn't condescending at all. No, not at all. And she, <laughs> she hates what I do, and she knows I'm going to do it. Good. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. But yeah, so that's it, guys. Um, Festival of Merriment coming soon, uh, unless it's already aired by the time this airs. And that's and then you, it was great. It was great. It yeah. was fantastic. Festival harder. <laughs> festival of Merriment too. Festival harder. All the gifties have gone out from last year's festival. I'm sorry for having taken uh, almost a full year. I'm going to send do everything it this out. Time. Uh, well, no, everything that's going out this year is tiny. Oh, okay. Even so it's just. Envelope mail. Oh, envelope yeah. mail. I'm not. I'm not rolling posters. You learn. I'm not putting yeah, damn sketchy. I did. Yes. Yes. I'm not messing around this time. Gotcha. But anyway, guys, that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening. Spread the word, and Sally forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at ultramanpodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.